0: This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored today by Dexcom and Omnipod. You can go to myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox right now to get a free no-obligation demo pod sent directly to your door. And go to dexcom.com forward slash juicebox to get started today on the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. If you can't remember those links, don't worry. You can find them at juiceboxpodcast.com or right there in your podcast player show notes. Hello and welcome to episode 213 of the Juicebox podcast. I did not expect to be bringing you this episode today, but when Dexcom called last night to tell me the new G6 mobile app was going to be released in a couple of hours, I thought I need to get Jake Leach on from Dexcom so we can go over the upgrade and see what's there. Not only are we going to be talking about the additions to the G6 mobile app, we're going to talk about the timelines for the Dexcom G7, you heard me right, Health Canada's approval for G6, and a couple other little tidbits that Jake has thrown in. When you're done here today, you'll understand everything that's coming in the new upgrade. You'll know when your Android app is going to be available. And you're going to be practicing your Hey Siri. Please remember that nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise, and to always consult a physician before becoming bold with insulin or making any changes to your healthcare plan. Hey, Scott. Jake, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm excited about the new G6 Mobile. That's how I am. I know you're short on time, so I'll jump right in. Arden and I downloaded the update last night, which is 1.4.0. Is that right? That's right. One uh, Version 1.4.0. And that's of the G6 Mobile app. Have any other apps that's been... That's right. Were any other apps updated last night or are going to be soon? Yeah, the, um, so that was the G6
1: app for iOS, oh. um, and uh, that was updated. It went in, live in the store uh, yesterday, uh, February 27th. And uh, we have the um, updates um, to the G6 Android app that will also be hitting the uh, Play Store um, uh, very soon. Uh, it, it's targeted to be right around the same time as the iOS. The iOS went first. Android will be um, very soon.
0: So, so even today being February 28th, I think, just days from now, you should think it should be up in the Google Play Store?
1: Yeah, it, it probably won't be up um, uh, you know, today, but um, it'll be uh, in the real near just future. We're just, we're just basically um, doing a, a couple of final tests on it. But it has the same uh, uh, features, general features, as the 1.4. Um, it obviously, Android doesn't have the unique um, Siri feature um, that comes with iOS, uh, but it, it does have the, uh, some of the other features. Um, as well as a, a new feature where we're sharing data with Google Fit uh, on the Android platform mm-hmm. uh, so that uh, other apps similar to the way HealthKit works on iOS, um, on the Android version, we'll have the the Fit uh, database. Um, if a user selects, they can share their um, retrospective CGM readings with another app on the phone. So, um, encouraging uh, developers uh, to develop apps that consume the XCOM CGM data and, and give
0: users a even uh, better experience. I always love that thinking. And there's, um, I'm seeing in the notes here, a three-hour delay for the information to go from the Dexcom into the Google Fit. That's pretty standard, though. Does the health app have the same delay on the Apple side?
1: He's exactly right, yeah. It's, it's it's retrospective information, so it's three hours delayed. That was the um, uh, kind of agreement we got to with the FDA a number of years ago on uh, the two different classifications. The idea is that the retrospective data can't be used for um a therapy decision-making in real time, like uh, such as how much insulin to take. So it, it has a lower level of um, regulatory oversight. And so the FDA was kind of comfortable with us putting that data in HealthKit where basically any app that the user selects, um, they have to authorize it, but they can authorize any app that's able to um, consume that data, to consume it and to, um, uh offer a, you know, a unique experience around it. Right.
0: So we're hoping developers jump in and, and try to take advantage of that.
1: Excellent. yeah yeah we've had um health kits been uh, enabled on the iphone for for quite a while um through the g six and even the g five apps um, and on the android platform uh we have um uh, s health which is a um developed by samsung but is available on all android devices we've been using that database um and now we're adding the google fit uh, database uh, as another option
0: okay. for sharing all right, so I'm seeing a handful of new features in the app. I'm going to start with what I'm going to consider to be the slightly less exciting ones first, uh, but I do want to understand. <laughs> of course. So you can submit a technical support inquiry through the, through the mobile app. I mean, what, what's an example of something I might want to submit through that?
1: So um, uh, the, the technical support, um, send to technical support feature has been in the app for for a while the unique thing about the new feature is that it, it pops you into a browser, which allows you to um, uh, select uh, the you know the issue that, that you're experiencing. So, for example, if you're having um, signal loss, um, an issue with the connectivity, um, you know some some users do run into that, and um, our technical support has quite a few um, things that they uh, can work with the, the user to to resolve that issue. And so that would be a nice example. You can. Uh, select that and then, um, send it in tech support. And so it's, um, easier for the user to describe in terms that our tech support, um, will understand quickly. Mm -hmm. That's kind of basically, it's about facilitating the the technical support, um, conversation with this, um, send to technical support.
0: How does the back and forth happen then? Do I receive an email back for you or does it happen within the app?
1: Uh, it, it can, it's generally a a phone call, um, will, um, result after you send it, um, in, um, uh, sometimes we do over email as well, but the, the the real idea is hey, I'm having an issue. I need some help. Um, okay. And to help facilitate that and make it easier.
0: Great. Okay. Uh, and then you don't have to go to a Facebook page and wait for someone like me to come in and explain it the 9,000th time I've said it. And it starts coming out in my typing where I'm dropping words. And I just, I once, <laughs> I once just said to somebody, just cycle the Bluetooth. Then that launched me into a problem where I had to explain what I meant by cycling the Bluetooth, which then made me think, Jake why did i do this i should i should have just I should have just minded my own business <laughs> um okay so uh now within the app there's a button to launch clarity so there's still two separate apps though correct but i can like i can be in my mobile app and then is it only on the 24 hour view that 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 link is there or is it somewhere else that i'm not seeing it
1: it's um it's in two places. Uh, so you're right in the in the landscape mode when you turn the the phone sideways and shifts, it shows you the um, more detailed um, information, the twenty four hour view. In the top right corner, there's a, a little icon that has the um, it's the it's the Clarity link icon. So you click on that uh, and it launches you automatically into the Clarity app. If Clarity's not installed on the user's phone, mm-hmm. it'll re- redirect them to the um, or either um, the uh, App Store for iOS or the Play Store for Google, and, and prompt them to download that Clarity app. Okay. So it is in the, on landscape screen. It's also in the um, uh, event um, screen. So when you go to enter events down down below on the menu, um, in there, mm-hmm. there's also the Clarity link button in there.
0: I'm going to just say that I absolutely I adore the Clarity app and. There are days and weeks and months where I think that my daughter doesn't even need to go to an endocrinologist anymore because I have that app, which is obviously a stretch, but it has so much information. It really makes me feel like I know what's going on, kind of behind the scenes with her blood sugars. Yeah. Um, you know that that's how when the when the nurse walks in the room and says, "Oh, we know what your A one C is." I'm always I'm always like, "Oh, I know what our average blood sugar is. I figured it out I'm, is it this?" And I guess and it's it's incredibly accurate for Arden, so uh, it's a great app if you don't have it absolutely. Check it out and now you'll be able to bounce back and forth between your mobile app and clarity app with a touch of a button, which is excellent um, Apple watch series four face complications did you add two or are there more, and I'm not seeing them
1: so um the um, the new series four has the the more uh, round um, complication features yep um, so in the different um, series four watch faces they have places for you to add your, your complications. So we've added the, um, the round one that's compatible with that watch. So, um, that's a, that's a unique one that's only for series four. Um, so we, it has that, that level of compatibility. It shows the arrow and the number and arrow number on, on the watch face. Um, so nice, nice feature kind of, we expect to bring more. Um, that was our first one. We're starting with the, the simple, uh, round complication, but we, we have others that are, um, now capable on that platform. Um, We're we're experimenting with a trend graph um, uh, complication that's a rectangular um, trend uh, complication that you can add. So we're working on those, but in this release, we've introduced the first one, which is the
0: round one. And this is live view. It's my blood sugar number right there, not just touching it to open up the Dexcom app.
1: Correct. Yeah, it's your your live um, value.
0: And is that for just the wear, like for the person with diabetes wearing the transmitter, or can that be for a follow watch as well?
1: It's not yet. Um, we are in the midst of uh, doing a, a refresh of the Follow app, quite a few um, updates to the Follow app. But uh, the right now for this release, it's the this features um, for the user of the CGM, the the personal uh, device.
0: Okay. Um... I won't hold you to, I'm not going to ask you how long till I get a f- new follow app, but just cough if it's in like the next few months or something like that. It will
1: be, it, 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 there'll be a steady stream of updates, but there will be one
0: coming soon. 2019, the year of the app. I love it. Expiration. So now, now I can get a 24 hour sensor expiration reminder. Um, it'll happen automatically. Is it user definable? Can I shut it off or is it always on?
1: Uh, great question, Scott. So it's a um, this was feedback uh, from our users about um, the um, having the 10-day sensor. Um, they wanted a reminder, at, you know, 24 hours in advance of when that sensor is going to expire, so that they're sure to be ready to switch the sensor out um, when it does expire. Yeah. Uh, and so it's uh, it works just like um, the um, six-hour and three-hour uh, warning, but it just happens at 24 hours. Um, and uh, it, the user doesn't have to do anything; it's just automatic.
0: Is that going to exist on the Follow app when it comes out? Are you able to say? Because here's
1: what that's a, that is a great that features in our um, in our um, backlog of of uh, items to implement. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be in the the near future, but that's definitely one of the um, features that we want to put in there. It's a, a great use case where a parent wants to know hey, when does that um, uh, sensor need to be replaced? And you'll be able to see it from within the Follow app, not just on the the user's app, yeah, that's, it. that's yeah. a great, great idea.
0: I see two things happen with us. First of all, Arden will get the like the two-hour or the six-hour reminder that existed prior to this one, and she clears it out so quickly, she doesn't even know what it said. So I was going to suggest if maybe a uh, cartoon hammer could come out of the phone and just like, donk her on the head and yell, tell your dad this. Uh, that would be really helpful because then later I'm like, hey, the CGM says it's expiring, and, and uh, didn't it warn you? And she goes, oh, is that what that was? And I was like, yeah, that must have been. Um, but yeah, anything, maybe even just somebody could grab her and say, now would be a good time to stop focus for a second and remind someone that you've gotten this alarm, but yeah, all that kind of stuff on the follow would be fantastic. Um, okay. So you guys have expanded share functionality in regards to how many followers we can have. How many can I have now? It used to be five. I just had a very interesting experience last weekend. I was somewhere speaking, and outside of the conference room I spoke in, there were vendors, and they all had insulin pumps and glucose monitors and stuff like that. Now, this event had a lot of newly diagnosed or newer diagnosed people living with type 1 diabetes, and I watched a number of them hold up these insulin pumps from other companies at the table with all this tubing on it, and you could see on their face, they were like, what am I gonna do with this? But when those same people made it over to the Omnipod table, And they just held this tiny little pump in their hand, and that was it. It was all self-contained, this little pod. When the people behind the table explained to them that, you know, you don't have any tubing with an Omnipod, you'll just wear it on your body, and that's it. There's this handheld controller that, you know, you tell it how much insulin you want. Set a temp basal rate, maybe, or start a bolus. When they realized that that controller wasn't attached to the pump, that they weren't going to have to wear tubing hidden in their clothing... Just this beautiful feeling of comfort came over their face. They were smiling. At the other tables, grimaces. And, oh, what is this thing? But at the Omnipod table, everything seemed hopeful and happy. I am not making this up. This is my honest-to-God evaluation of what I was seeing happening in the room. And those people all left with what? You know? A free, no-obligation demo of the Omnipod. They had them right there. They took them home. Now, I don't have one to hand you, but... If you go to myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox, you can have a free no obligation demo pod sent to you right now. If you're considering insulin pump therapy or switching pumps, the best way to understand the comfort and convenience of Omnipod is to try a free no obligation demo today. Myomnipod.com forward slash juicebox with links in your show notes or at juiceboxpodcast.com. How many can I have now? It used to be five.
1: Yes, yeah, so we've expanded it up to ten. Um, this one again was based on uh, customer feedback, uh, where you know you've got um, pediatric patients in particular who have a, a pretty heavy um, you know family and diabetes support network. Uh, quite a few individuals, often more than just five, um, and so uh, we've expanded it up to ten uh, followers. And so it works uh, in the same way as the um, previous version did, where you you can invite um, your followers. Through through your G6 app, but just now you're allowed to invite up to 10.
0: All right. Well, that's going to be great for, I I know people who actually like have to like drop their school nurse every weekend and then re add them. And it's so that's spectacular. I I know they're going to be grateful for that for sure. Okay. Now what I consider to be the big one, I'm jacked up about this. I think it's great. I can now ask Siri what my blood sugar is and Siri tells me and not only tells me, but it, it, it shows up on the lock screen. So first tell me, like, what made you, what made you work on this? Was this something people asked for or is this something you were considering on your own?
1: Uh, a little bit of both. Um, it's something that we, um, you know, it's, it's basically a hands-free feature. Um, and so it makes it, um, if you're in a situation where you really, which is driving a car or something and you don't, maybe you don't have an Apple watch, that's as easy to glance at. So um, you, instead of having to pick your phone up, you could. Just uh, ask Siri what your glucose is. The key enabling technology, though, was with iOS 12. Um, the, uh, Apple opened up the Sh- Siri um, shortcut, yeah. which allows us to develop, as an app developer, allows us to make uh, a shortcut within our app that uses the, the Siri um, library. And so um, it's neat, it ha- this feature has to be set up. It doesn't come automatic because you have to record yourself saying, uh, Siri, what's my glucose? You know, each person has to do that on their own phone. Uh, and then you can set it to be able to operate um, when the screen is locked and um, you don't have to, right? So you can, if, if you don't want it to, uh, Siri to be activated for this feature of when the um, phone is locked and you can select that. But most people want to be able to, with their own voice, ask Siri uh, what their glucose is without unlocking their phone. Um, So great use case for driving or, or when you just quite can't pick up that phone, but you got to know. And when Siri, um, when you do ask uh, for what's my glucose uh Siri will repeat the glucose value and the trend arrow it'll let you know if it's going up or down um, as well as things uh like urgent low alert it'll explain um you know, going low we will be you know expect to be fifty five uh, within twenty minutes, so there's quite a bit of um information that she'll she'll repeat to you, which is important
0: uh, to have and actually, we set it up last night, so somebody from Dexcom was nice enough to let me know what you and I'd be talking today. And so I knew when it was, I knew it was coming out in the app store probably before the general public and we got it very quickly. So you have to, once you update the app, you have to go into the settings and turn on the, the, Hey Siri functionality. And then what Jake's saying is hundred percent, right? You have to record yourself saying it, but the great thing is is you don't have to say, Hey Siri, what's my glucose. You can say anything. So if you don't want the people around you to know what's going on, You could quite easily say, hey, Siri, why are porcupines purple? And then it'll pop up and tell you what your blood sugar is. You know, so you can can say absolutely anything you want there if you want to be private about it. Arden set hers up uh, where she just said, BG, please. And and now when she says, hey, Siri, BG, please. You're 76 and steady. Pops right up on the lock screen. You get a nice, uh, is that a three hour view that you get there along with the arrow and the number of the graph? That's right. Yeah. It is. It's really, yep. it's really well done. Uh, congratulations. Very nice. Do you really not have a Dexcom G6 yet? Come on, people. What do I got to do here? You need to go to dexcom.com forward slash juicebox right now. You hear Jake talking about the Dexcom, it's insane. Every week on this show, you hear me talk about the strides we make with my daughter's health because of the data coming back from the Dexcom G6 Continuous Glucose Monitor. Have you not at least gone to the link and looked yet? Dexcom.com forward slash juicebox. That's where you're going to go to get started. Get started with what, you ask? How about sharing blood sugars? How about asking Siri what your blood sugar is? What about seeing the direction or the speed That your blood sugar is going at how would you like to know if you're 75 and stable versus 75 and falling big difference right you've probably always wondered how long do i need to put my pre-bolus in Well, you know how you could find out by putting insulin in and watching to see when the fall starts you know how you could figure that out without testing eight zillion times with the dexcom I mean, I think this is obvious what I'm saying here. you got to go to Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox. You have to click on the links in your show notes or at JuiceboxPodcast.com and get started today. I really cannot stress enough how important this is. Results are ours and yours may differ, but I mean, come on. You're never going to know unless you try. Buy a Dexcom. Get a Dexcom. You should buy a Dexcom at Dexcom.com forward slash Juicebox. Okay, Jake, I rushed a little bit so I could throw in some extra questions, which I'm assuming you were expecting. You went over follow apps um, and the updates of that. Oh my God. You should see my Siri is like everything I've said to you for the last minute and a half. It it's trying to answer um so (laughs) he heard heard her name (laughs) yeah and just and just started recording the podcast uh so follow-up updates coming you know this year um I, i wanted to ask you just very quickly g7 i always feel weird asking about what's next when what's new is so new but is there timeline for g7
1: yeah yeah, we um, we're working hard uh, to um, we intend to do um, what we call as a limited launch where we launch it into a market um, a, you know that's smaller smaller volume so that we can make sure everything's working the way we want it to um, that we've got everything handled we did that with g6 um, and we'll be doing that with our um, g7 product as well that'll be around the end of 2020 so the end of next year okay. uh, and then um, the, the real broad launch um, will be um, in 2021 is our plan, uh, and um, so far everything is on track for that. So G7 is a is a new wearable, uh, and it's all in one. So there's it's a completely disposable device, so there's no longer a um, 90-day transmitter to keep track of. Each sensor is combined along with the uh, electronics, the transmitter, the radio, everything you need for Bluetooth, um, and it's all in one piece um, and uh, deployed very simply on the body with a very simple applicator, uh, and has the same functionality that um, we were expect, you know, that we, we our customers are used to with G6, the factory calibration, uh, the performance, to be able to make uh, diabetes treatment decisions. All of those things are part of G7. Um, and then we also intend to extend the, the sensor duration with G7 beyond the 10 days of G6. Mm-hmm. So you're getting great performance in a much smaller wearable. The wearable for um, G7 is is substantially smaller than g6 um in all dimensions but in particularly in the height um it's a it's very um low profile to the body so um still still a lot of work to do on it um we, we still have our big clinical trials that we'll be running early next year um for the device approval but um yeah we've got a large large focus uh quite a few folks uh working on that program right
0: now i have to say i think this is the first time i've ever heard you guys like give like a a reasonably solid date two years out before. So things must be uh be going along the way you expect, which is very exciting. Uh so basically about two years from now, about around the beginning of twenty twenty one, if everything goes right, G seven should be in a, a wide release. Is that about right? Did yeah. I get that
1: yep. right? That's, that's, our, that that's right. our plan.
0: That's so cool. Hey uh everyone needs a plan. Hey oh Health Canada has G six now, is that correct? You can get it in Canada? Did that just happen? Uh it's
1: approved. Yep, yep, it's approved and I think uh um it just it just happened, and so they're, uh, we're working through launch timing and, and availability um, of the product. But, uh, yeah, Health Canada did approve it, which is exciting. So, because our, our goal is to transition as many folks as we can um, as fast as possible from G5 um, to G6, um,
0: the G6 platform. So Canadians should very politely start bugging their healthcare providers now. Exactly. <laughs> is there... Is there I don't I knew you might not be the right person because I know your your you know research and development is is your forte, but how are you guys handling product need? I mean you're obviously growing and getting bigger and the company's shifting and there was a time where there was a, a you know if you ordered a you know, they were like, Oh, we don't have enough supplies, but that seems to have gone away now. Um how did you handled that did you open up more manufacturing or do you does someone else manufacture for you did you just have to ramp them up is it a case of having to tell an outside company look we need more of these than we planned on or or how does that work and and why is it working now and how are you going to keep it moving for the future
1: it's a great question scott it um it's, it's a little bit of all those things um so the the supply chain or, or the, the the folks that um, we procure the materials for G6 from um, there. There's some actually uh, build what we call sub assemblies. So they put together certain pieces, for example, um, there's one supplier that um, makes the plastic parts for the applicator and assembles um, the needles into them. Um, and, and uh, they, we purchase that the custom design It's Dexcom design, but it's manufactured by what we call a contract manufacturer. So it's So they make those parts. Um, and then we bring them in and we, um, Make the sensors in-house in our Dexcom facilities, either in San Diego or in uh, Mesa, Arizona. Uh, our two locations where we, we manufacture sensors, and um, we bring the applicators in, um, and then we, we basically assemble it and put it into the packaging, all those things. So, in the the, you know, the situation we ran into was the demand for G6 was um, substantially higher than we had forecasted, mm-hmm. um, which is a you know to Good problem for a company to have, but it's not great for our users. And so we really um, worked hard to ensure that we could build up more capacity for G6. So, really, um, that's what uh, patients have seen is that the reason it's more available is because um, we've added more capacity. And we're adding um, significantly more capacity this year than we had originally planned um, because the demand for G6 is so great. So, uh, we're going to keep doing it. It's uh, scaling both our manufacturers, our suppliers, as well as our own. operations. So, um, yeah, it's a tremendous amount of work, uh, kind of, I call it below the waterline, right? No, customers don't see it, but, um, we're doing everything we can to make sure we can build enough G6 to, to supply everybody with sensors.
0: Well, I really appreciate it. I will tell you that, uh, this, 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 I'm going to try to use English. This last quarter of Arden's life with diabetes may have been the most challenging in, um, in regards to her insulin needs and volatility of her blood sugar and Do in in large part to the information we get back from her g6 I'm forecasting her a1c to be 5.8 when she goes in a couple of weeks. So um, I Just I don't I can't even imagine where it would be without this technology. It, it simply wouldn't be possible I, I can't imagine how to do it otherwise
1: Oh, that's incredibly. That's great news. Yeah.
0: No, I, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't thank everyone enough. I was actually out in Phoenix uh, a couple of days ago. I wish I would have realized you were so close by. I could have, uh, I could have wandered over and said, thank you per person to a bunch of people who would be like, I don't know who you are. Please get out of here. Uh, so, <laughs> Jake, I appreciate you coming on. I'm going to let you go early, which I don't think I've ever done before. And uh, the next time you have something you want to share, please let me know. I, I love it when you come on.
1: Great, great. I appreciate the time, Scott, um, uh, and I look forward to uh, doing this again
0: in the near future. Take care. Have a good day. Thanks, Scott. I don't want to ruin the surprise, but guess who's already booked Jake back on the show again? Things are happening at Dexcom. Anyway, thank you very much to our sponsors, Omnipod and Dexcom. You can go to myomnipod.com forward slash juice to try a free, no obligation demo pod today. And of course, go to Dexcom.com forward slash juice box to get started on the Dexcom G6 continuous glucose monitor. And you know what? They weren't even part of this episode, but why not? Go to realgoodfoods.com and save 20% on your complete order by using the offer code Juicebox at checkout. And do not forget to go to dancingfordiabetes.com. That's dancing, the number four, diabetes.com. Appreciate Jake coming on at such short notice to talk about the app upgrade. I hope you like this little bonus episode at the end of the week. So much easier than reading about what's on the app. Jake and I will talk to you while you're driving home. Ease of use. Not just the Omnipod and Dexcom, but the Juicebox podcast. You're 76 and steady. Please don't forget, if you're enjoying the Juice Box podcast, share it with a friend. Let somebody else know. Say, hey, this is how you get a podcast. Let me show you right here. Let me give you a link. Let me tell you the name of it. Let me walk you through it, because not everybody understands how to get podcasts. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please leave a rating and review at iTunes. We just hit 300 ratings. Yay! Absolutely stunning. I cannot, some days, believe it. I know a lot of episodes went up this week, so just let me remind you that just a few days ago, The first three episodes of my series with Jenny Smith CDE called Diabetes Pro Tips went live. If you haven't heard them, go back. The first one's called Newly Diagnosed or Starting Over. The second one is called All About MDI, but trust me, there's more in there than just MDI. And the third is called Diabetes Pro Tip All About Insulin. There's more coming next month and the month after with Jenny. And when we're done, we're going to have a nice series that walks you through the ideas that we talk about on the podcast. Deep dives into diabetes management.